before I had this podcast, I had different ways of expressing myself, mainly writing and poetry. But now that I can combine both of these activities with the medium of the podcast, I found myself at peace more often. And I need that peace. Because it's hard to fight demons if you don't have a stick to swing with. And for me, my stories, my poetry, and this podcast are like a sledgehammer with which I can bludgeon my demons into submission, allowing them to retreat back into the dark recesses of my mind because I cannot kill my demons. I am aware of that. But at least I have a very big stick to hit them with. Now with that being said, in order to polish my big stick, (laughs) I will share with you another set of poems that I made while I was dealing with my demons. The first poem I'm about to share with you is called Suffer in Silence. I wrote this poem after I had to battle a demon that employed hushed whispers and creeping shadows to try and take me down. Luckily for me, whenever I employ my sledgehammer, I always hit my mark. Suffer in silence. Suffer alone. Suffer from pain piercing through skin and bone. Suffer in silence. Suffer while grinning. No one knows you're lost if you pretend like you're winning. Suffer in silence, but suffer together. Suffer and hope that things will get better. Suffer in silence. Suffer till you're bruised. But knowing damn well that your breath outlasts the noose. So suffer in silence until your tears are glistening. And when you're ready to speak up, Someone will be listening. The second poem you're about to hear is called 
personal still. I wrote this one after I faced the demon who constructed a collage of failings, mistakes, and lapses in judgment. He presented them to me and pretended like it was a mirror in which I could see nothing but myself. I took my sledgehammer and shattered his collage into a million pieces. It's all right to make mistakes, they say, but failing the raised stakes never feels okay. I'd say that those failings are personal still. There's never any ill will, only good intentions, but when the critique mentions shortcomings that are straight coming from the one who gives the feedback, my feet curl back as I hold back my retort. I can never speak my conscience, not even as a last resort. So I bite my tongue until the bells have rung and I can be on my way home. When it's just me and the paper, all alone. All is fine, there's no ill will. But when your shortcomings are the same as mine, I find myself at the line between taking your advice and taking it personal still.